You're listening to the Access to My Energy podcast, the podcast where access to your energy is a privilege. This podcast will give you exclusive access to uncensored success stories, authentic and emotion-filled energy, and the tools to master your mindset. I'm your host, Don Mack, and let's get right into it. This is Access to My Energy, the Privilege Podcast. In this episode, we get into deep on trusting the process, but having the feeling of being more than enough. One of my favorite books by the amazing author, former editor-in-chief of Teen Vogue, Elaine Welteroth, said you can still have the feeling of being more than enough, even when you're in a work in progress. And we're going to dive deep into how you can trust the process, continue to grind and hustle, but still have a feeling of being more than enough when providing services to clients, when working in school, and when really just doing your thing in general. Let's get right into the episode. When it really comes to trusting the process, being you, maintaining who you are, living in your authentic self, and just keeping to make your dreams come true, it can be really hard sometimes to just believe in what you're doing when you need to be patient from the start. Starting off, beginning in your journey and trusting every single moment that'll contribute to something bigger, better, the experience, the learning lesson, whatever it may be, can be a really hard thing to take on. And I really want to help people kind of discover and find how they can trust the process, but still feel like uh, they're more than enough while being a work in progress. Because sometimes we work on stuff, you know, we make sure we're building this brand or we're getting good grades or trying to do well at work. And literally, it's like, okay, how am I trusting this and that every mistake, every achievement I make is going to contribute to the greater good? So what I really want to mention is this one question I always ask, sometimes clients, to really my friends as well. But I'd be like, so does this connect to the purpose? How does this align to what, how does it align with what you're doing? Because at the end of the day, if it's not contributing to your purpose, or if it's not aligning with what you want to do consistently, then what's the point of doing it? And then I also want to get into why should I care? And it's a question I ask for clients and we'll dive in deep in another episode. But I want to sit down and for you to think when you're doing things and when you're pushing yourself and when you're really trying to hustle to get your dreams to come true, think about every step you take and like, uh, why do I care? When it really comes to visibility on what you're doing to attract who you want, what you like and what you want, that's going to be a question that comes up a lot and a lot more asking, okay, so what about this makes other people care? But when you're asking for yourself and why do I care, it's because it aligns with your purpose. And really shifting yourself and trusting that process and really asking yourself, okay, does this align with the purpose? It's going to definitely have a really good effect on you when it comes to making decisions, saying no, saying yes to some things, and then just make sure across the board you're adding to and continuing to grow at the same exact time. So when you really get into it, I want to talk about trusting the process and how not every moment is going to 100% contribute to what you're doing. When I say that, it goes into, okay, 
I might intern here, you know, for a few months and see where it leads me. I kind of can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, but I'm thinking, okay, this may or may be something that's going to either advance what I'm doing or it's going to not necessarily take me back, but kind of keep me stagnant um, and where I am. But that's a learning lesson. So what I really mentioned is, okay, great. We go through this experience. Not every experience is going to contribute to our growth and to our process into where we want to be, into our dreams. But that learning lesson is what contributes because now it's like, okay, I won't do that again or I won't go down that road again or I won't, work the, I won't work with this person anymore. Or, you know, when it comes to picking and choosing and really prioritizing what I want to say yes to, what I want to say no to, I have a better understanding and the knowledge on how I can make a mistake and fail and get back up and realize, you know, this is not for me or continue to go and see a different direction and like, okay, I just did that. I wasn't feeling it. I ain't like it. You know what I mean? So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to pivot. I'm going to change directions. I'm going to maybe add a little bit or delete a little bit off the purpose that I think that God has created me to be here for. And I'm going to take a step forward in that direction. I want to mention one thing that I encourage everyone to do. And I'm learning this myself because I master and I sit and really just trying to integrate strategy when it comes to clients, when it comes to business, when it comes to just being strategic, is to A and B test. What does that mean? Whenever someone's doing a science project, I'm sure everyone did them when they were in middle school, high school, whatever, and doing a science project, you had to do it three times. At least I did. We had to do the assignment or what our project was going to be at least three times. So we did one test to see where it is. We did a second one and we did a third one because your results are going to be different no matter what you do. Now, if you're consistently seeing the same results, then okay, you might have a claim or you might have address a certain or an issue or have an answer to a certain problem. But when you sit down and think about it, when it comes to what you want to do for your life, you have to A and B test things. So A and B testing means, okay, you have plan A, we're going to go this direction. Plan B, we're going to go this direction. But what I really want to mention too, is that it's not when I fail, I go to plan B. It's that when plan A doesn't work, or I'm seeing that my plan where I was said, I'm going to step right, left, right, left, didn't work, I'm going to step left, right, left, right. So they're not integrated in failure all the way, but they are in the case where when one doesn't work, go somewhere else. And I know you're saying, Donovan, that's what failure is. You know, once I fail at A, I fail in B. And I, I encourage that as well. Have a different plan once one didn't work. But I'm saying, I want you to take two different sheets of paper, write one plan on one, one plan on the other, test them at the same time. Or I want you to see, all right, plan A is going to be first three months, plan B second three months, and then in that sixth month, or the seventh month, we're going to analyze each one. So when it comes to life and choosing your major, let's start here. Okay, I'm going to take one class in English. Took it, mm, didn't really like it, but you know for full-time students, you got to take more than one class. So I'm also thinking about psychology. I'm going to take a class in psychology. It's that A and B testing that's really going to help give you more clarity to what's going on when you're trying to trust the process. So, and align with your purpose as well. So when it comes to, okay, I'm taking this class, taking that class, before add drop period, which we know is not long at all, and all my college students can resonate with this, I'm talking about when it comes to 
like actually registering and paying for your classes. And before you do that, you get to choose and swap in the first week of classes. So just in case my college students didn't really resonate or my non-college students or non-college graduates didn't resonate with that message, that's what it means. Uh, you have the opportunity to change in that first week. I'm saying when you get through it, Okay, maybe that week passed, still get your grades, still do hard work, still see. But now that was a learning lesson for next time. So now that I took my English class, took my psychology class, whichever one I did better in, whatever, which one did I enjoy more? Which one did I like to see, okay, I want to take another class with? Which one do I want to see? Okay, great. I really like that class. It was going forward. Um, it was aligning with my purpose. Everything kind of resonated with me. And I was like, okay, great. That's where I'm going to go. So I'm going to not take over the English class. You know, I'm not going to go that direction anymore. I'm going to go to psychology. So that's what A and B testing is. But once you get into, you know, finish A and B testing, still test throughout to see, okay, which type of psychology you want. Make it narrow, make it specific. You know, I'm always talking about that. Why do I care? The next, I ask why at least five times for people to really get an understanding of what they're doing. Because if you don't have at least five bullet points, I'm going to ask, okay, why? Okay, why? Okay, why? Okay, why? Okay, why? And then when I finally see the vision and I'm settled on it, I can pivot with clients. But also, I can pivot with me, my friends, and myself and how I like to move forward when it comes to trusting the process. So, diving even deeper into trusting the process, once you have a line in that purpose, everyone says, oh, well, that will be your motivation to go forward. But sometimes, okay, we get a little tired and when we kind of manifest it in our purpose, it's like, oh my gosh, like I'm super tired and I know I'm meant to do this. However, it's just not, it's Donovan, it's not working for me. You know, I'm stressed out, I'm annoyed. I don't want to be where I am. You know, I'm just really like very upset with what's going on. I'm not comfortable. I'm overwhelmed. So I want to give you this quote and my shout out to my guy, Cook, who wrote this. Follow him on Instagram at a guy named Cook. He said, when you feel overwhelmed, remember you pray for your purpose, not for comfort. Okay. So really think, keep that in mind when it comes to trusting the process. We'll post that on the Access to My Energy Instagram as well. Make sure you guys are following us. But make sure you keep that in mind where it's like, okay, remember you prayed for this. Remember you A and B tested for this, okay? You went through trials and tribulations and trusting the beginning process to get into your manifested process. But when going through that, you found your purpose in your manifested process and now you feel overwhelmed and I, baby, baby, listen to what I'm saying. You asked to be here. You asked to be in these stressful situations. You look up to those people and saw, this is where I want to be. This is how I want to do things. This is what I want to contribute. And now you're like, okay, I'm stressed. So make sure you remember what you're asking for. They always say, be careful what you wish for. And of course, that was definitely in the fairy tales and stuff like that. But you know, some of those transcended into life. And let me tell you something. I have a list of cliche sayings that I've heard when I was little, that I've heard when I was a preteen, a teenager, to an adult. I have a list of stuff that really resonated with me after. And I was like, hmm. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> now that I'm going through this, I see that an adult wrote this movie clearly, but I'm like, hmm, those messages are very important. And I wish I had a better understanding when I um was going through, you know, those things as a kid and really discovering things. But in the same boat, I was like, hmm, 
I really like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that really resonated with what my purpose is and what I'm trying to do. And I'll post some cliche sayings on Instagram as well when this episode is available to all. But um, yeah, I'll definitely make sure you, when y'all listen that those cliche sayings, I'll have them written down and you're like, that's very true. Like, for example, life is but a dream. You know what I mean? Like, of course, I was row, 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 you vote, gently down the stream, Mary, 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 life is but a dream. Beyonce kind of rebranded it with her documentary. Shout out to all the Beyonce Beehive stands. Um, but yeah, I really wanted to make sure you guys got that message because when we're feeling down and out, and I know this episode is about like, talking to college students a lot, but even then, like to get your degree, to get your second degree, to really contribute to what you're doing in your business and your passion, even at work, when you get a new position, um, excuse me, when you ask for that promotion, you pray to be here. You ask to be here. So in those stressful situations, regardless of the raise, okay, because the money is only but so comforting, so I have learned, regardless of that, you ask to be here. You ask for purpose, not for comfort. So shout out to Cook for that little quote. Uh, I really liked it, and I was like, whoa, bro, like, you're really speaking into my life because... Those moments when I'm down and out, honey, you know, I really need a break or something. And he's like, ah, you asked to be here, sir. You asked and answered. So now you got to deal with it. You got to tolerate it. You're manifesting in your purpose. You're operating in what you were meant to do in this earth. So guess what? You're going to perform and you're going to do the best you can. In addition to being asked to be in new positions and working hard to be in some places, Trusting the process and really adding self-care into that process is also very important. Um, One thing where I found myself, and I'll give this um, little story of mine, I was definitely putting that work foot on neck, ground on the pavement, and and really trusting the process and thinking that I was supposed to work 24-7. This was a few... um, years ago and working and thinking 24-7, there were some instances where I failed and I found myself not taking care of myself and literally being a walking zombie. I'm still working on it. It's still a big work in progress for me, not even to stop saying yes all the time, but really knowing my limits and thinking, okay, um, I really have to say no to this because it's not contributing to my sleep or or taking away from my sleep or I'm really going to have to say no Not only because it doesn't align with the purpose, but that, like, that's my break time. That's when I eat dinner. You know what I mean? So, definitely taking that into account, I was a walking zombie, feeling myself being pushed in so many directions that um, I couldn't perform. And an instance where this happened, I don't think it contributed all the way, but there was a point in time where um, my job was kind of at stake. And it was something where I asked to be here. It was that situation now that I'm looking back on it. But I ended up losing my job and uh, I wasn't fired or anything. My contract was just wasn't extended. So it was already temporary and I'm giving little excuses. But who knows if there was something in my performance that contributed to that decision being made. But in addition, being asked to be places, of course, I got a new nine to five. You know me. And I'm really enjoying where I am. I'm really loving what I'm doing. I love the people around me. And I asked for that. You know what I mean? I asked for that. It's a little out my way. So some of y'all know I live in the DMV area and I'm from D. I live in M and I'm driving to V like, whoo, Chile. It is a lot. But I asked for that. You know, I asked for that environment that um, continuously supports me on my side hustles. But in addition, make sure I work hard during my nine to five, which is what I wanted. So 
in going through that and losing, you know, that Porsche, that one job that I had that I was like, I got to keep this. I got to keep doing it. It's at this sexy place. You know, I'm walking in here every day, downtown DC, doing my thing. It was like, wait a minute, hold up. You want to make sure that, you know, you're taking care of yourself. So I was removed from that position and put in a new one. And through there, I was just super excited because what if I had really, really pushed to stay, really stayed at a case, really pretty much begged to be in one area, and it wasn't aligned in my purpose? Think about that. That'd be something where I deeply regret after a few months sitting and thinking, wow, I was not supposed to be here. I was supposed to be somewhere else. I was taking out of that situation and putting a different one, and it was like, Jesus Christ, like, I just wasn't in the area of operating in my purpose and alignment and just asking, what is wrong with me? You know, I know better. (laughs) So in getting that, so you go back to hustle hard, but keep it healthy because that is one thing that I definitely want to make sure I stress going through this process, going through 2020 and all that. But I really also want to talk about when standing in your authentic self, you're taking up space. My girl, Elaine Welteroth, I'll also post. I got a whole bunch of social media stuff to post, okay, y'all? I will also post our picture we took together. She is literally my pride and joy. She is legit like the epitome of a hardworking black woman out here who has literally earned her seat at the table. Well, let me say this. Earned a seat at the table, built a seat at the table for her to sit down in got up from that table to leave to build even more tables, okay? I really hope she hears this because she knows exactly what I'm talking about when I say that book, that book signing, that event, that interview, you know, I'm really talking about these experiences that we've had together. But she really is about embracing you and the world around you and continuing to stand in you, but by doing that, taking up space. So she's from um, California, the Bay Area, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, somebody, the Bay Area, and her mom is black and her dad is white. And she really had to make sure she took up space as an interracial person when it came to making sure her dreams came true. She wasn't really like, I'm out and proud about, you know, I'm interracial, blah, blah, blah. She made it known that she's going to embrace this side and that side of herself, it, it might not be 50-50, but you guys know what I'm talking about. She made sure she embraced that, made it a part of who she was, and stood in black culture when it came to that. Stood for black women when it came to that as well. So, in standing in your purpose, stand out in your purpose. Make it be known because that could be your next opportunity. That's another episode. But that also could be your next, you know, confidence booster or feeling or energy that pushes you over to the edge to make sure you get a project done across the finish line, that's what access to my energy looks like, okay? That is what, you know, I embraced who I was. I took in part with what I wanted to do. And guess what? I allowed myself access to my own energy. Ha! Want to do it, said he would. Okay? So I definitely want to make sure you're not moving in all silence, but you're drawing the right energy and attention to you. When it comes to work, y'all, I am first to know to move in silence. All the knowledge that I've gained, all the experiences that I had, all the new projects that I get, I'm like, oh, okay, look at me doing big. Everyone knows what I'm doing. And I'm like, wait, they don't know unless I post it or tell them. I got a core group of friends that I tell and communicate to, like, hey, this is what's going on, this is what's up, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm working on these few things. But even then I may forget because I'm doing so much. But even then I'm like, where I asked to be 
and what I'm doing and all the stuff that I'm doing, I'm making sure I'm drawing the right energy to me. Now that also brings up bringing the bad energy to you because you have what I call clout chasers and honey when I tell you. It's, a, it's weird navigating them because I, I don't see them as like an asset of like, maybe I could use them one day. I kind of see them as, you know, I don't want really to want to contribute to your clout chasing methods, but I'm going to be nice. But I also believe in the truth. So if you're dealing with the clout chaser right now, send me a DM or something on how you deal with them because I feel like I have no clout to give. I'm sorry. If it's something that I'm missing that I have all this clout, please somebody tell me because I love to use some of it. But I don't feel like I have all that clout to give. I've made great connections, you know. I've gotten into rooms because of my work ethic, because of my energy, because of who I know, what I know, and because I, I built a good relationship. But I didn't think I had that much clout to just be, you know, out here having people chase it from me or looking for me for other stuff. You know what I mean? So it's really weird. But standing out in your purpose, stand, while standing in your purpose is what the purpose of that message was. Because in standing out in my purpose and looking for a child, a new job, applying to every place in the D.C. area, finally founding where you fit in, it's because I stood out with my resume, my personality, um, going above and beyond, which I think is very important when it comes to doing business, when it comes to uh, working on stuff. No matter what the price is, you want to make sure you did this. I'll mention this story. I, when I went to my interview for the job that I'm at now, one of my coworkers, I love her to death. She was like, oh, I see www.donathanmack.com. Um, is that your website? I was like, yeah, it's my portfolio. She's like, is that a trend going on? I was like, oh, absolutely. Like people to showcase more that the resume wouldn't show. You want to make sure you have your own website, especially being in the media communications field. Okay. She was like, oh yeah, I love that. Like we had, it was a great connection because guess what? I paid for that website. <laughs> I paid for that portfolio and uh, I didn't think anyone was looking at it. It was all on top of my resume for the absolute longest um, but it really highlights a lot of stuff that I've done. So I was like, hmm, she actually paid attention, which I talked about last episode. Remember, paying attention, very important. But also, she went on the website and found that I was setting, working and setting in new trends, which came to contribute to my job that I do now. So it was crazy how that came about um, and how that kind of made me stand out within my purpose because that was a visual aspect um, outside of a resume, including my creativity, including in, you know, how I kind of think of myself, including adding my mottos in there and things that the resume couldn't showcase outside of the job experiences, um, that were paid that I've had. It has showed so much into my authentic self and letting others know that, you know, I've accepted it. I'm putting it out for people to see and now I'm living in it. And that's what giving access also looks like, is that in living in your authentic self, you live so long in it, the world will have no choice but to accept it. That means your job, your family, your friends, you live in this self, those that drip away, whatever, they're going to have to accept it. They may not talk to you no more, okay? Haven't had that happen to me just yet, but that I've lived in myself, I don't want to talk to you no more. No, I haven't had that happen to me just yet. I'm sure it's going to happen in adulthood, but I really want to mention, look, you standing in this and being your authentic self, the world will have no choice but to accept, okay? And those that don't accept will be accepting in silence, okay? Because they're going to have to contribute to being there regardless if they like it or not, all right? But in addition to standing out as yourself, 
you'll attract that good energy, but you'll attract opportunities. I just talked about this five minutes ago. I really want to make sure that, you know, once you kind of establish where your energy is as far as your direction that you give to people, like basically what you're going to give access to when meeting new people and serving what you did, your reputation is going to follow you. I will say that. However, you could have so many accolades. And we talk about this on Twitter, gossip magazines, like you could, I'm not even going to mention the celebrity that I'm talking about, but we're going to have, like, you have such great content, such great worth ethic, such great, amazing music that's going on or whatever the content is. Uh, that was just an example. And it's like, but your energy's off. So guess what? I don't want to work with you. Um, but then operating in the good energy and positive energy consistently, um, but still being your authentic self, you're not positive all the time, you know, I'm not saying don't ex- exude positivity anyway, but I'm saying don't bring others down, of course, but that positive energy, that good energy, and you living in yourself will attract what you want. So, in college, I was blessed enough, um, to put in some work, of course, I had, to, I, was, I probably wouldn't have gotten these opportunities if I didn't put in any work, but I had the chance to attend three conferences, if not more, while I was in school. One of them, I still, two of them, I still worked with to this day. I still am a part of the team internally. Um, I still contribute value where I can. Um, I just really love, live and breathe in what I did. But half of it was, I'll say 75% of it was the energy I gave. And 25% of it was that they trusted that I could do the work within the process. So what does all that mean? I want to make sure you guys are listening and hear this when I say, if you have a notepad out, I don't know how you're taking notes right now, but if you want to log this in your brain and keep it forever, 80%, if not 90%, and this is not off of any survey, I'm just giving you what I think, Ninety, my opinion, 90% of why they hire people is because their energy and their relationship, okay? So if you're looking at a new opportunity, if you didn't make a connection to go further, then honey, you don't know what's going on. So position yourself so that you can be in the same room as the people you want to be. But also your energy will be super important when it comes time to thinking of what's going on and then moving the next step in your career field, your passion, your purpose, your side hustle. That energy will go a long way. They're going to remember more than, oh, he had these 10 things on his resume. He's great over, oh, his energy was amazing. We loved him. He was awesome. You know what I mean? So I want to make sure you guys are keeping in mind when trusting the process, being an authentic self, feeling as if you're more than enough, even though it were, even though you could be a work in progress, understand that your energy will take you far. It's going to make miles more when it comes to working in entrepreneur life, in college, in um, your nine to five, standing out with your good energy in the right place in the right time, positioned it strategically, y'all it's going to make such a big difference. All right, you guys, thanks so much for listening. I'm your boy, the Don Mac, signing off. This is Access to My Energy, the Privilege Podcast.